CBS Sports Radio 650 and on 95.7 HD3 KIKK Pasadena, KKHH HD3 Houston. Helping Houstonians live their best foodie lives. It's time for I'm Sorry for What I Said When I Was Hangry. What's up, y'all? We're back. We're booling. It's I'm Sorry for What I Said When I Was Hangry. Jesse Watt, Danielle Dubois, is Hangry Houstonian. How are you feeling, Danielle? I'm good. I'm really good. I'm glad to be back and at it. I mean, long time no see. For those of you who don't remember, before we took our little hiatus, Danielle was having some surgery going on that we talked about on the show. Give everyone maybe just like a little update on how you are. Yeah. So I had endometriosis and adenomyosis surgery on May 6th, and the surgery was deemed a successful surgery. It ended up being like over five hours. I stayed in the hospital for three days and really like within a few days, I I felt like back to myself and I kept having to tell myself, okay, Danielle, like you still have interior (laughs) stitches. Like you you cannot like, you know, go out to McIntyre's this weekend. Right. Anyways, I'm feeling good. I really think that the surgery is a success. So I'm just hoping and praying that the endometriosis doesn't grow back. So yeah, I'm feeling good and ready to get the summer started. Hot girl summer. It's hot girl summer. (laughs) Well, I'm so excited for you. I know we were all super, I mean, not worried, but obviously when one of your friends goes into surgery, it's like all you can think about at that time. And five hours is a really long time for surgery. Yeah. So they had the the room scheduled for three hours and my surgery last year was five hours. So when I got out of surgery, the first question I asked was how long was I under? And they were like, yeah, for like five hours. And I was like, what? And so they were like, yeah, we found a lot more than what we thought, but Last year, the surgery wasn't a success. This year, thus far, it has been a success. So I'm like, you know what? Worth the five hours, worth the recovery. Let's let's get into summer. I feel like that's a good omen because last year's the surgery was bad, and then we had 2020. Yes, literally. (laughs) I mean, I had surgery March like 25th or something. It was right when the world had like shut down. I had to get special permission to have the surgery because it was quote unquote elective surgery, even though I was like in pain. I was dying. Yes, seriously. (laughs) Yeah, so 2020 was horrible. The surgery didn't work. 2021, we're good. We're good. The surgery worked. Everything's great. I also was dying at some of your stories because as Hangar Houstonian, you're a foodie. You know what I mean? Oh my gosh, I know what you're about to say. The hospital food! Was the absolute worst. I, like... One day I got these pancakes that I was like, this is actually not even edible. <laughs> so I ordered food to my hospital room. Yeah. And so the nurses had to like go downstairs and get my food and like bring it up to me. Because I was like, y'all, the, I, I cannot do I this. Can't I can't I cannot do this. It what was did you so order? bad. Uh, so there's a delivery app called GoPuff. And so I just ordered a bunch of like snacks. I ordered like Good an Uncrustable. I ordered like some Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> uh, some cauliflower. Flower bites, which I know, right? Like, I'm so healthy. I'm eating cauliflower bites and a pint of Ben and Jerry. Real cool. (laughs) Um, What else did I order? Like some popcorn and stuff like that, you know? Just snacky snack stuff. You are so funny. But they should have known. You should have been like, hello, my name's Hangar Houstonian. If you want me to eat this trash, you're going to need to bring something better. Well, you know, it's funny because like other hospital stays that I've been at, the the food's bad, but it's not like unedible. Right. Like this was bad like this was a real bad to where like I was like this is not even worth the calories to put in my body like I cannot swallow this I wonder how many people they've had order food to be brought to the hospital because that just kills me I think that's hysterical I don't blame you I mean looking at the 
picture you posted, I was like, ew, I wouldn't even eat that. And I'm not in the hospital. Oh, it was so bad. You were so so funny. So bad. Okay. So food is better now that you're out of the hospital, recovering, everything's going good. Make sure everyone just continues to send over like good thoughts, prayers to the universe that the endometriosis doesn't come back and we can continue the hangry girls. The hot girl summer. Hot girl summer. So, (laughs) I mean, for some of us, hot girl summer is with a date. You know the TikTok when it's like, you can be a hot girl with a boo? <laughs> That's what I feel like. I love that. So hot girl summer for half of us who want to have a hot girl summer single. And then hot girl with a boo summer. What are we doing for date nights? Okay, so I have been dipping my toe back out in the scene Slowly. the past like week and a half. And the three restaurants that I have are new restaurants that I was like, man, I've got to talk about this. So the first restaurant It's a restaurant called Woodshed Smokehouse. Okay. Okay, so this is going to be in Levy Park, which is just right down the street from us right over here. And Levy Park actually has some really cool restaurants Mm -hmm. in that square. Woodshed is owned by Tim Love. He is a famous chef slash barbecuer man, pit master. Yeah, barbecue yeah, barbecue man. Wow. A pit master from Dallas. And oh. so he opened up Woodshed and also another restaurant called Love Shack. So Woodshed is a, it's a smokehouse, but it kind of has a, like a fusion of Asian flair, which you know me, I like love, love my Asian food. So I went in for a tasting last week and they had, different dishes that have like Korean sauces and like Asian coleslaws and like this and that. I was like, oh my gosh, like this This is is my jam. (laughs) Like so good. They had like duck that they had barbecued, but they had those bao buns. Remember we've talked about those bao buns before that they like they steam. Yeah. Okay. So they put like that barbecue duck like in the Mm. bao buns with like the Korean like spicy and sweet sauce. Oh my gosh. So good. We also had this chocolate pie that they had the top layer of it had a little smokiness to it. They like smoked the top layer of the like the marshmallow and stuff. Oh my gosh. It was so good. And honestly, the restaurant itself is beautiful and it's overlooking the Levy Park. Mm -hmm. Levy, Levy, whatever you want to say. And then their Love Shack Fancy next door is like fried chicken and like onion rings and like you down home cooking good. But this guy, Tim Love, he's really well known on like Food Network and like in the restaurant scene and stuff. So he's doing something right. I definitely think this is a great, great date night spot. The only thing is you might like smell like barbecue afterwards. But it's not like your average barbecue place where you're like, like you walk in, it's like all wood everywhere and like picnic tables and stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's definitely an upscale version of a smokehouse, quote unquote. I think it's a great day night spot. I actually, so I love this place. My fiance, Tyler, used to live, not anymore, but in those Camden apartments right across. I always say Levy Park. I never know what it is. Yeah, I think it's Levy. Okay, yeah, whatever it is. He lived right across from there. So we used to go to Love Shack all the time. They have like the best chicken sandwiches. Yes. But whenever I take my dog for a little walk around, I always see the, the was it the woodshed? Yeah. It's gorgeous. It's like half inside, half outside. There's a little park bar outside. So if you're just enjoying your time out there at the park, you can go get a drink, but it's dog friendly. The menu is great and Love Shack is another great option. So how cute would it be to just bring a picnic blanket Go either get food from the Love Shack or sit outside the picnic tables at the woodshed and enjoy a day out. Absolutely. And, and Jesse, a good point. There is a there's a bar outside and there's a bar inside for that oh. restaurant, which I love that. Okay. okay. Yeah, I love that. I'll about keep that them. in mind. Okay, what is our second spot? 
Our second spot is going to be a restaurant called Mona Italian. It is in Understory, which is a food hall downtown. I actually posted about them this past week. It's just one of the vendors in Understory that if you're working downtown or if you're downtown for an event, this could be a great option for you to go get some really good homemade pasta. I mean, they make each dish like right in front of you. It's one of those things where like you can pick out all your ingredients and you literally watch them make each and every dish and Mm -hmm. stuff. And so it's fresh to order, whatever you want. So good. That sounds incredible. Yeah. And I thought this is really cool because again, like I love the idea of going to a food hall for date night because, you know, if I want Italian food and I don't know, um, Sammy, I don't, I don't, I'm trying to think of a guy's name. I'm like trying to think of a guy that like I don't know. And of course, Sammy comes to mind. Like, yeah, yeah I don't, same. I'm like literally, I don't even know a Sammy. That's why I was trying to think of a name of a guy like I literally didn't know. There's so, no guys' like, names. There's because if my guy friends listen to this, they'll be like, oh, were you thinking of me in that moment? No, I wasn't. Don't not. flatter literally, yourself, Literally, no, because Sammy. I don't know a Sammy. But if Sammy wants flipping patties next door, if he wants a hamburger, that's perfect, you know? So I, I yeah. love that idea. And then there's some, like, communal space where you can, like, eat in Understory as well. Okay. And also, this is a great idea for people that work downtown. It's, like, through the tunnel system. You know, downtown oh. has all these tunnel systems where people can walk through yeah, yeah, yeah. to get to different Buildings. Halls and different buildings. Not yeah, sweat. And it's all air conditioned, so you don't have to walk outside. Because <laughs> yep. us Houstonians have it figured out. Ow, we're not trying to ruin the hair with the humidity. Exactly. Okay. Can you imagine okay. all those business guys like in their Mm-mm. suits and stuff? No. Oh my God, they'd be a smelly office. Oh, yeah, but dang, Oof. do they look good in their suits? Mm-mm-mm. Okay. <laughs> What's our third spot? Our third spot is a new restaurant in the Heights called Vegans. Vegan with an F. Vegans, F E G E N S. Vegans. Assuming it's a vegan. No, it's what? not. It, no, wrong. It is Italian American. Well, I was way off. <laughs> you know, it's funny because I get questions a lot about Italian places in yeah. the Heights, and so it's oh, yeah. nice that this just recently opened. So we have another spot. They do a lot of pizzas and pastas and sandwiches and stuff. I actually got a message the other night from a girl like thinking that she saw me there and thinking that she sat next to me and she was like, Hey, I like overheard this conversation you had. It was like super inappropriate, all this stuff. And I was like, I, sis, that I, wasn't me. I've, yeah, I, I wasn't me. Like I haven't been there like since like day one, like it was not me. But so now when I think of that place, I can't help but think of, Oh my God. But it just goes to show you like people are crazy. People are, I'd be like, first of people all, don't crazy. eavesdrop on my conversation. Yeah, she Second was like, of all, wasn't me. Yeah. She was like, um, I just, couldn't believe the conversation that I was hearing coming out of your mouth. Like I was like looked up to you and stuff. <laughs> what? Like those? And so it was funny because the night that I was at Woodshed, yeah, it was the night that I was at Woodshed. She thought that I was at Fegans. I'm like, sis, that was not me. Not That's me. so wild <laughs> though that like someone would even take the time. Whatever, trolls. Are I trolls. know. Yeah, yeah, trolls, trolls. Whatever. But anyways, this restaurant is really cute. It took over um, the Liberty Kitchen spot um, okay. in the Heights. So it's a great space, a great date night spot. Again, people always ask me for Italian recommendations in the Heights. Definitely recommend this one. And, you know, if you're if, if cultivare, which is like my love language, mm-hmm. if cultivare is like booked out and stuff, this is definitely another great option to try out. Okay, if Latin food is your love language, we have like the most exciting person coming to join us on the show. We are welcoming Corinne onto I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. She's the co-founder of Latin Restaurant Weeks here in Houston. And if you didn't know that existed and you have questions, we have answers. That's coming up next. From date night to must-try restaurants, it's a show all about Houston food and nightlife. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry 
What's up? It's Jesse Watt. And this is Danielle Dubois. And we have our good friend Corinne on the phone. Corinne is actually the co-founder of Latin Restaurant Weeks, which, you know, I was just saying off air, Danielle brings in all these new things and new experiences to me, and I'm sure you listening, that I didn't even know about. Like, Danielle, where where in the world do you find out about these things? Well, Corinne and I have been friends for a few years now. And yeah. so I've seen her page, and we were talking the other day about it, and I was like, man, we've definitely got to talk about this on the show. Danielle, you are like my favorite advocate for the Houston community, and not just like in the food scene, but everywhere for everyone to be aware of those things. And Corinne, we're so grateful that you were able to join the show this week. Hey, guys, it's such a pleasure and such an honor to be on your show today to help spread the awareness of our mission. Yeah, so tell Tell us a little bit about your mission. What is Latin Restaurant Weeks and how did y'all get started? Yeah, so Latin Restaurant Weeks is a culmination of things. It is a celebration of Latin culture and heritage and food, a celebration of the contributions that the Latin community has done to really help pave the way to make Houston the culinary capital of the South. And it's also a marketing platform to help bring awareness to these restaurants, food trucks, caterers, and Latin food businesses that might not have the opportunity to market themselves properly. So what we do is we created a two-week campaign. It works like any other restaurant week. I mean, I don't know if those listening know about restaurant weeks, but they do occur all over the world. And it's simply a way to allow visitors to enjoy food at a discounted price and to really discover places in their own backyard. So as far as the Latin community, we didn't really have anything like that. The concept was always foreign to them. So we started in 2019, myself and my partner, Warren Luckett, and we really wanted to help these restaurants who, you know, they have always wanted to participate in a really cool campaign and never had the chance to. So this was definitely an opportunity where we saw that there wasn't a market for it in Houston. And it's crazy because, you know, we have such a huge (laughs) Latin population. So I thought, like, what better way to celebrate the culture than paying homage to them with a restaurant week dedicated to the flavors of Latin nations, but also Latin ownership. So a lot of the restaurants that we have can be fusion, too, as long as you're Latin-owned we invite you to participate. I think that's like my favorite part of all the restaurant weeks that happen around Houston is it's really for everyone who lives here to participate and try something new. Houstonians, foodies, visitors, it's such a great way to explore places that you might not have heard of. A lot of the concepts are either fast casual or casual, mm-hmm. mom and pop shops, or even fine dining as well. So we pretty much encompass all kinds of food businesses in the model. It's so wild to me that we have such a large influence of Latin culture in Houston, and yet this wasn't something that's already created. I mean, Corinne, you just mentioned you guys started in 2019, which is like not long ago at all. And of course, 2020 just doesn't even count because, you know, pandemic. (laughs) But it's crazy to me that this didn't exist beforehand. And, you know, honestly, I didn't even know Houston Restaurant Weeks existed until, Danielle, you brought it into me. Yeah. Isn't that crazy to think about? I know, it really is. So, Corinne, what made you want to start Latin Restaurant Weeks? What, like, sparked that idea for you? Yeah, so... One, for starters, it was a passion project. My background is in marketing, and I just have always loved and been passionate about how the contributions of of the Latin community in Houston. And, you know, when you go to a restaurant, there was just so much Latin influence from those who are working as busters to bartenders, to executive chefs, to owners. And I just really wanted to create something that paid an homage to yeah. to Latinos, you know, in Houston. And the other thing is, is I definitely wanted to bring awareness to the different types 
of Latin cuisine that there is in Houston. You know, yeah. although I do love, love, love Tex-Mex, I absolutely love Tex-Mex. Top five. <laughs> I do love Mexican food. I do love Mexican food. Top five as well. But there's also Colombian, Venezuelan, El Salvadoran. I mean, there's such a robust flavor of Latin yeah. America that I think Houstonians should definitely discover. I totally agree with that. I think like people are really missing out if they're just eating Tex-Mex. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of people think, oh, well, Texas, you know, we're going to eat the Mexican food, but you're missing out if you really don't like dive in. I think this is a great opportunity for Houstonians to really get their feet wet in different culture food. Yeah, absolutely. And so what we find is that every year, whenever the restaurants find out about it, they're like, what? I get to represent my culture and my cuisine. And that's probably one of the best things that I find. Like, it's so heartwarming to know that they're so happy. You know, if you have a Latino in your life, you know how, like, proud we are of our culture. And we just want to feed you. We just want to feed you (laughs) our food. Let me feed you. Yeah, and if you don't eat it, like, we're going to look at you crazy. Like <laughs> You better ask for a second plate. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So it's been really cool. And we're just so floored by how it's been well received. And yeah. we can only hope to grow. You know, the first year we started just 25 restaurants. And again, it is a very small team. <laughs> so uh-huh. It's a grassroots initiative. So we just started at 25 restaurants the first year. And then last year during the pandemic, like, I had to do it but it kept getting pushed back because of the pandemic so we held it during hispanic heritage month meanwhile we waited for the capacity to open a bit but visitors and houstonians can look forward to a recurring and annual latin restaurant week like every june that's going to be our sweet spot it's just that last year kind of like you said pandemic yeah it doesn't count (laughs) 2020 doesn't count. Like, I'm pretty sure they're not even putting it in calendars anymore. Like, if you look at it on your phone, on your iPhone, it's gone. Yeah, no, definitely. And a cool thing we got to do in 2019, which kind of makes our restaurant week model a little bit different, is that we held, like, physical events. And so we hope to pick that up in 2022. Um, There was a catering showcase called Sabor, which featured over 25 caterers because we also want to give them a marketing platform. That was a super fun foodie sampling event. So people can expect that next year. And then we also did a business panel to help upcoming restaurateurs just understand a little bit about the restaurant industry and business. And then we had a pop-up dinner. So all that is to come in 2022, God willing. Yes, no, that's happens. amazing. So listen, Corinne, if anyone is listening right now who has a Latin restaurant or Colombian restaurant in mind, or maybe they own one, how would they get involved in Latin Restaurant Weeks? Latin Restaurant Week is going on until June 14th. So I always say, like, I won't turn anyone down if you still want to participate. Mm -hmm. They could reach out to me via DM on our Instagram, Latin Restaurant Weeks, or they can register on our website, latinrestaurantweeks.com. Okay, great. And now this is probably the most important question we will ask you during this interview. What would you order? Because like what restaurants, if you had like three restaurants for our listeners that are like, hey, okay, I can only go to three places. What three places? Good one. Yeah. That's great, Danielle. What three places that are like the standouts amongst the pack? And, you know, I get the question all the time, like, what's my favorite restaurant in Houston? And I really hate this question because like they're your babies, right? You don't want to have to like pick and choose. But three, just three standouts (laughs) in your mind real quick. What are the first three that like come to mind for you? Oh, my God. That is such a difficult question. I know, you got I know. me on the 
spot. I mean, I love all of them. Everybody should take a look at the website and just kind of see what speaks to them. We have a lot of places, like not just in Houston, but in Katy and Cyprus as well. But I am a lover of Cuban food. Mm. So Cafe Pique, I don't know, have either of you gone to Cafe Pique? No. Oh, I have not. Well, not yet, but now we <laughs> <I> will. <laughs> Very cool. So definitely check them out. They have this amazing Cuban food. They have a red snapper on the menu and they give you like an appetizer, an entree, and then a shake and then a drink and then dessert. So oh, it's wow. super okay. yummy. Shake and drink dessert. Like, fine. Okay. It's so much. So that's the one that comes to mind. And I'm not playing favorites, okay? It's just the one that came no, to mind. No, that's totally fine. But you know what? We need those recommendations. So what is your website where people can check it out? LatinRestaurantWeeks.com. Okay, make sure you check it out. Go online. Send the link to your friends. Make sure that you have, of course, Danielle and I downloaded on the Odyssey app. You can send this podcast link to your friends so everyone can check it out. Figure out what restaurants you want to check out for Latin Restaurant Weeks. But remember, we're just here. We want all of y'all to get involved. Try the amazing food. Like Corinne said, all she wants to do is feed you. <laughs> and, you know, just try all the flavors that Houston has to offer. Don't just keep going back to your usual, your Tex-Mex. We want to make sure that everyone is really tasting the flavor that Houston has. Absolutely. They put so much like love and passion behind their food. Yeah. That, like, we have to support them in this. You know. Absolutely. Well, congratulations, Corinne, on a couple years now. Latin Restaurant Weeks, we're so excited for you. And we hope for Thank an you. even more successful one next year. Oh, absolutely. Thank you guys so much for your support. And I look forward to seeing your stories on where you win. <laughs> absolutely. Jesse is like making mental notes right now. Yeah, really. <laughs> I can't wait for you guys to try the Cuban food. I also love La Olla de Paisa, which is a Colombian staple dish. Mm. And there's a new spot in Finn Hall called Papalo. Uh-huh. Mercado. Yeah, it's located downtown and they make their tortillas with heirloom corn. They're only open for lunch. So if you're downtown lunchtime, 11 to 2, that's a new spot to check out. Okay. Perfect. In Hall. Got it. It's on our list. And of course, Danielle always <laughs> updates her little highlight section of the podcast on her Instagram page. So you all can check it out and see where you want to go next. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much. And like we say in Spanish, buen provecho. Say it slower. Hold on. Someone teach it to me. Buen provecho means like uh, like a good meal, right? Okay, say it again. It's the equivalent of like bon appetit in French. Good meal. What do we do? I'll work on it, Chris. Jesse is very, you know, it's funny. I'll like say something and then like roll my like R or something. And she's like, can you do that again? Can, can, you, can you do that again? I'm working so, on it. And she's looking at me as you're saying like tortilla. And she's like big eyes. She's like, oh my God, like she can do it too. Like, I just love it. Okay. Do it. She can really do it. I'm the one that's faking it over here. Come on. I got to hear y'all do it. I got to hear y'all roll your R's. Oh, you're going to be uh, so mad at me. I don't know on, how to. Jesse. Let's Ready? hear it. I don't know how to roll my R's. Here I'm going to work okay. on it for you, Corinne, I promise. <laughs> Sounds good, guys. Thank you so much. Okay, give me this break to figure out how to roll my R's. And when we come back, we're going to go buy you bar hopping. Helping us live our best foodie lives. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. A quote from Hangry Houstonian herself. Let's bar hop. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm going to get that printed on a t-shirt. <laughs> it's Jesse Watt, Danielle Dubois. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry, bringing you all sangestions. That's what I was just about to say, Danielle. Sangestions. Bringing you ladies. the sangestions. The suggestions, my bad, 
From Danielle, Miss Hinger Houstonian, you know her, you love her, you follow her on Instagram. And if you don't, you're doing something wrong. Go do it right now. <laughs> Danielle always has the best date night suggestions. What's going on around Houston, community events. But one of my favorite suggestions she always has is when it comes to bars. Danielle and I were just talking about how nice it feels to have bars packed again. It's so nice. I mean, yeah, there's a line, but I that mean, sucks. I love it. I'm fully vaxxed. Jesse's fully vaxxed. Yes. Like, I'm ready to get back to life as we know it. I mean, the lines suck. I was telling her that I've been going to Midtown and the lines look like New Year's Eve. They're so crowded. But let me just put, you know what, Danielle, I'm going to say it. I'm going to put out a PSA. If anyone is a bar owner in Midtown, can someone email me back about my keys? <laughs> <laughs> I went out like two weekends ago and I lost my car key. Nothing else, just the fob. And I have emailed every single bar in Midtown that I went to, which was all of them. And no one has gotten back to me or emailed me back and said yes or no. So if someone could just like be on the lookout for a key fob, it's a Chevy. (laughs) Let me know. And I would appreciate it. Man, that is the worst. I'm running on my spare right now. Oh, you got to make a copy of that. I know. I have to go get another one. Isn't it expensive though? Yeah. yeah. But you got to do what you got to do. God forbid you lose that one. I know, right? Oh, my God. Don't even say it. Yeah, I know, but I mean. I'll look into that. If anyone has any suggestions on where to get another key fob, also let me know. Yes. All right, Danielle, where are we going by you bar hopping this week? Okay, our first spot is a place that Jesse and I went to a few weeks ago. It is called the Heights House Hotel. There is a bar inside of the Heights House Hotel, and it is called Space Cowboy. Okay, The name is going to throw you off because the name threw me off. Yes. It's like Hawaiian themed. It's kind of tiki. Yeah. It definitely has a tiki vibe atmosphere. But I think they kind of want to like go off the mid-century. That's like the feel of the hotel itself. But like Hawaiian kind of drinks and stuff like that. So, I mean, which are super in and super hip right now is like the tiki vibes of the food and drinks. Yeah. I mean, first of all, I'd never even seen the hotel before it's gorgeous there's so many well that's because colors. it was apparently like a crack house like just two years ago <laughs> I can't no, imagine. seriously i posted it on my story and people were like wait what like i used to see like homeless people like lived in there yeah like, like yeah. it was an actual yeah, crack and house so they had i mean this was like million millions of dollars of a renovation wow for this hotel and now it's like apparently really cool inside yeah. I mean, the pictures we saw, and even from I mean, the outside. Yeah, we were there. I mean, it was cool. We didn't actually go into the hotel. Mm-mm. So for all y'all that are kind of trying to, like, visualize this right now, the hotel itself has, like, a pool outside, and then, like, next to the pool area is another building where they have the, quote-unquote, space cowboy bar lounge area, and they have, like, a little bit of, like, outdoor seating and, like, under a covering and some, like, without the covering and stuff. Like yeah. That, so. And, again, you can't miss it because the colors are so Right, vibrant. The murals are so cool. They definitely did it right with Mm -hmm. the murals. I feel like once you're like driving down that street, like you're like, oh, I definitely want to see what that's about. It's just not what I pictured when I heard Space Cowboy. I was picturing like a Western type feel and it's even better than that. But remember the inside of it? Was it like mirrors or something on the top? Yeah, they had like mirrors. They they had like a sign that said like, please don't do coke in the bathroom. Yeah. (laughs) Stuff like that. I'm like, wait, what? And they had this like roundabout of a bar area and stuff. But I'm sure that on like Fridays and Saturdays, I haven't been back since we went. I have plans to go in like the next few weeks, but I'm sure that it's like popping. Like it looks like a really cool happening spot and it's new and it's fresh. And like, honestly, a lot of the people that were there that night that you and I went are Mm -hmm. very like within the industry 
industry and scene people. So I'm sure they're bringing out like their crowd and their crew too. So Well, their menu, not just food-wise, but like let's start drinks was extensive. Like there was a lot of different options on there and they were more than willing to walk us through you know, I said, oh, well, I like a sweeter drink. And Danielle, you liked, you know, something different. So they were super nice and helpful walking us through everything and making sure we knew what we were ordering. Yeah, they had some drinks that had like the boba in it. I'm pulling up their Instagram right now to to remind myself yeah. of all the drink. Mine had like a sun soaked on the Monte mm. Beach, like with it's kind of like their take on a mojito. Yum. Remember mine had like a peanut butter popsicle in it oh yes that's right yeah like super weird textures flavors like anything I think y'all could probably picture or want and they had certain like Hawaiian influences yeah in their food they had one that um had it was like the Capri Sun looking yeah that was really good I really like that but yeah the food is the food was really good um they had that fried rice with the like ham or something that was in it yes spam yeah exactly yeah because spam is like super Hawaiian yeah um, and so they had a few other dishes that I just remember being like, oh, so good. And then like my friends really liked like the pork belly. I'm trying to think of like what other stuff that we liked a lot. I really like the fried cauliflower. Oh, that's right. I'm looking at that right now. It was really good. I think we got a little bit of everything and there Fish wasn't tacos, anything on the menu we didn't like. Cauliflower. Okay. A okay. Little, a little jerk. Jerk. And, and then. nice to be a song. What, there was like a fish. Yeah. That was the new boys. New boys. Jerk. 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 Yeah. They had, oh, remember they had the ceviches. Yeah, oh, I love the ceviches with the coconut milk and the plantains. Oh, that was so good and so refreshing. Like if you were to have a pool day there, mm-hmm. and I told the PR people, I was like, y'all need to do like pool passes. Yes, here. like y'all need to do like day pool passes because people are gonna go hit up the restaurant next door, get the pool pass and stuff, and just literally spend exactly. all day eating and drinking and hanging and staying and all the things. No, they need to do that for sure. And the pool looked nice too. It looked like oh yeah. Time. No, that's a great idea. The food was great. The drinks were great. Everything, honest to God, was good. Yeah, I loved it. I, I mean, I'm all up for the whole neon signs, a good Colors. mural, all the Instagram-worthy stuff. It really does hit on a lot of marks for me that are like positive, yeah. positive check marks. Yeah. Okay, cool. What's our second spot? Our second spot is going to be a bar that actually hasn't even opened yet. I have Ooh. an inside little take on this. So there is a bar in the Midtown slash Montrose area called Dahlia, if okay. we've heard of that. So Dahlia is switching over to a new bar called Bloom. And so they're kind of like revamping their whole like structure on like their drink menus and everything. This place is actually like a really big spot. So I'm really interested to see mm-hmm. what they're doing. Some of my friends are the liquor reps for them. Okay. Um, and so they're like apparently like really just redoing almost everything in there, taking out a lot of the decor and stuff and like revamping the inside and stuff. So it's it's going to be really cool. They don't have a set date, but they keep saying like in the next few weeks. Right. In the next few weeks. So it's coming. It's coming. Yes. No, I've heard of Dahlia. Dahlia, yeah. And yeah. Dahlia was cool. Like, so they had brunch on Sundays and stuff like that. And so they're going to have a similar thing. So I've heard at Bloom. So. Okay, cool. I'm excited yeah, to we'll check have to it keep out. an eye out for Bloom to Bloom. <laughs> bloom to Bloom, everybody. Bloom it's to crazy bloom. how many new places to me are coming up around Houston. Oh. Like they're gosh. everywhere. And I don't know if it's just like a summertime or a post-pandemic thing, but there's. No, I think it's a post-pandemic thing. You think? I think people were like itching at the surface to get it ready yeah and and obviously 2020 was like the worst year to like open up a spot well yeah and now now, everyone wants to go out yeah oh exactly I mean and also like we just mentioned the lines at some point people are not because now I'm like I'll wait in line I'll wait three hours if I can get in the like (laughs) you know electric feel good I don't even care 
So I, at some point, we're all going to get sick of the lines and everyone's going to want to start going to different bars. So the more bars, the less lines. That's well, all I, just, I know. I just told Jesse that I'm grounded. I had a rough weekend. So oh, my God. I'm, so funny. I'm, I'm grounded. I'm, I feel like you have to tell the story in our next segment. Will you? Okay. Please. Will you actually? <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, Sure. Why not? Okay. Just hang out then. We're going to do one more spot for Bayou Bar Hopping really quickly. And then Danielle's going to tell the most embarrassing story of all time. But also, in my opinion, the funniest. And I will love you forever for it. Okay, one more spot. Third spot is called The Flat. The Flat opened end of last year, which I hadn't even heard of it until like a few weeks ago. One of my friends who runs a Houston page, she posted about it. And she's always like in the know of like cool hip bars and, and lounges and stuff. Like I like to think that I am in the know of like restaurants and, yeah. like, and things that are like more well known, but like the more underground stuff she kind of knows about. Okay. And so like I saw her post about this and I was like, oh, interesting. Okay. So again, it's called the flat. It's off of Commonwealth. It is more of like a lounge vibe feel, but they also have food. And so they do a happy hour every day from four to seven. And it's like $2 off drinks and like half off of like pizzas and stuff. And they have DJs. Oh, cool. It's more of like a spot, which, you know, I get down to. I get down to it. I love it. Give me some to my soul. That's like how I beat my soul is through some. That actually is how Danielle beats her soul, though. She needs a little. That's why during the pandemic, it was so hard for you because there was no for you. Exactly. No, I had to make my own. And that wasn't happening. What's it called? The Flat. The Flat. And where's it at? Off of Commonwealth, which is like in the Montrose area. Oh, okay, Montrose area. Yeah, I so you like, kind of okay. like get a montrose vibe from it. It's so weird that you said that, and I know exactly what you mean. All you have to say is montrose vibe, and for some reason I know what you mean. Montrose. I need to start exploring more of Montrose, you by the way. To. Yeah. It's really cool. It's it's quirky. Also, June is Pride Month. Yeah, which is um, Montrose to its core. Yes, exactly. And so... Celebrate. We, yeah, so we can celebrate within Montrose with all of our all of our brothers and sisters in that community. And yeah, it's a great time to celebrate. Okay, hang on. Seriously, sit tight. Hold on. Don't go anywhere because you need to hear the story. It is so funny. It's going to kill you because I swear to God, Danielle just showed me the pictures. Yes, there's pictures. And it's insane. It's coming up next. And I'm sorry for what I said when I was angry. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. What should you be sipping on this weekend? It's time for cocktails. Danielle has the funniest story of all time to share with y'all. She said, yeah, I'm okay to share it. So we're going to do it. But first, we're going to get a little drunky poo with the cocktail of the week. Danielle, what's happening? All right. So I don't know about you, but growing up, every time we went out to dinner, I was like, y'all. By y'all, I mean my mom and my dad. <laughs> I was like, can I get a Shirley Temple? I was so excited to go out mm. to eat because I knew that I could get that. And that was like my treat if I was good yeah. at dinner and I might be able to get two. So fast forward 20 years later, I'm still drinking Shirley Temples, y'all. But I'm now I'm drinking them dirty. Okay. The dirty the Shirley. The dirty Shirley. I love that you say growing up. Do you still not order? I love ordering a Shirley Temple. Oh, I mean, I do, but I like. I just felt like I shouldn't admit that on air. But hey, guys, we're all friends here. We're all friends here. Like we're part of the hangry community now. I think Shirley Temples, even the virgin ones, are so good. Give me extra cherries, though. Oh my gosh, absolutely, a hundred percent. You know me. I love going to Sonic and getting a diet cherry limeade. Mm-hmm. So that's like my like healthy version. Yes. Of a Shirley Temple. I mean, I actually got on my stories the other day, and I was like, guys. 
It's time y'all learned about my addiction. Diet cherry lime, <laughs> Sonic, 10 calories. <laughs> she is obsessed, and by people, the way. Oh, yeah. And people are like, what? And it was the day that I also got a pretzel. And Jesse knows the pretzels. <gasps> yes. I have. I didn't get them this week. Yeah. Oh, my God. No, so Danielle always comes in the studio with her diet cherry limeade. <laughs> and she's obsessed. So I know I have to try it. But she brought me a pretzel one time. And I was in love. It was like buttery oh yeah well i learned that they're fried so of course they're good yeah so this past weekend i went up to the woodlands to stay with my parents and got a dietary limeade and i I, my stepmom i had been telling her about the pretzel yeah and so when i got the dietary limeade i was like oh okay well get i'll get you a pretzel as well and so I brought it up and she took a bite. She was like, oh my God, this is so good. Then comes my dad, like a big shark, like <laughs> swimming around. He's like, dunna, dunna, dunna. Dunna. and he's like, oh wow. And he literally just swiped the <gasps> entire thing. He was like, that's mine. Swipe for no swiping. <laughs> yeah. But it's that good. So seriously, y'all, Try if y'all it. aren't doing a pretzel and a diet cherry limeade at doing Sonic, you're doing it wrong. Where do best, we get off topic? Snack. Where are we just <laughs> sorry? I like squirrel. squirrel, literally. So back to a dirty Shirley. All you're gonna need is vodka, woohoo, fresh lime <laughs> juice, grenadine, which is that's what gives it that like sweetness, that cherry sweetness, ginger beer, and the maraschino cherries or brandy so cherries. You know what like brandy so cherries are? Okay, I'm assuming cherry so. Well, yes, yeah, yeah. Okay, that was a stupid question on my part. I apologize. No, but, I don't know anything. But, <laughs> no, they're they're like delicious. They have like like this really like depth of a flavor to them. Like they're not as like, they're still sweet, but they're not as like, I don't know, like a like dense, dense sweet. Yeah. So, okay. Again, so squirrel, but I, you said it. So now I'm, this is where my brain's going. Tyler and I went to a winery in the woodlands recently. Okay. It was like Godella or something. It was okay. literally based out of a house. It was super tiny, great wine, but they saved the best for last. And the guy was like, okay, this is supposed to taste like a chocolate covered bourbon soaked cherry. And that's exactly what it tasted like. And I've never had a bourbon soaked cherry, so I can only imagine that like not in wine version would be also amazing. Yeah. Sorry, squirrel. I was no, so excited. I mean, about hey, it. I'm glad that you have that like on your taste bud. Like, I mean, that's I'm pr- when I'm you proud said it. You. I was I'm like, proud of you. Thank you. I know that. Um, okay. So in any case, this is different because isn't uh, Shirley Temple just like Sprite and, in in like the um, grenadine? grenadine juice? Yeah. So I mean, I love these recipes because like you can really doctor it up however you want. I mean, I could tell y'all the the size of the ingredients, like the amount of it and stuff, but really doctor it up to whatever you want. I think the most important part of it is like if the three ounces of ginger beer, like make sure you get enough ginger beer in there yeah. to like also give it like that sparkle because really that's how you're going to get the sparkle in this one compared to like right. the Sprite, right? So you can like switch that out if you want to do it as, as Sprite, but the ginger beer will give you a, a little bit of a gingery Yeah. I love undertone. when we do the cocktail of the week because I love Danielle when you give us these things like a dirty Shirley because in my brain I probably would have just thrown a shot of vodka, vodka. into Sprite yeah, and, and not dirty. really known yeah. how to doctor it up right so I love when we do this and we can actually decide like oh I know how to make a real drink and not a fake Shirley Temple there you go thank you I needed oh, that <laughs> okay if y'all have any suggestions as usual for anything you want us to talk about whether it be restaurants a cocktail of the week something you tried out and you want to know how to make don't worry we know how to google it for you and we will share it on the show you can always slide into our DMs at Hangry Houstonian, myself at Jesse Watt 965 or at the Hangry Girls Podcast. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. Time to slide into Danielle's DMs. Okay, we're telling the story. No more putting it off. We're telling the story. Danielle, <laughs> tell everyone what happened last weekend. Okay, so I know we always kind of like joke about 
I say joke. I mean, I like to go out a lot. I do. I go out a lot. Yeah, but like, we're social. I'm always like very in control yes. and like coherent and like I never am a sloppy girl or like lose control of like anything. Like I'm just I'm all like yes. I'm, a, I'm a big watcher too. So like I have to make sure everyone's okay. You're so the mom. With, with yeah, I'm a mom. Yeah, Danielle literally, I'm, I'm a mom to my friends, guys. Yeah, she yeah. makes sure everyone's okay. Yeah. Mind you, Danielle, it's not like she, she likes to go out because Danielle's a social butterfly. She doesn't go out to go get like rip roaring drunk. Mind you, she did the modified like 75, a.k.a. Danielle hard. And she wasn't drinking for like a month straight. Right. Which is like the easiest thing for me. People are like, that's so hard. I'm like, no, uh, like, uh, no, it's like not Danielle goes out to watch to be a social Hang butterfly. Yeah. She can handle her liquor like she's just out to have a good time, then go home. So this is super out of the ordinary for you. Yeah. So with that in mind, so I feel like everyone has to understand that about me because I mean, I feel like there's been times where I'm like, yeah, I'm getting schnockered. Like, no, that's a joke. A joke. Yeah. Um. So. I was out on Saturday and I don't know what was in the air that night or what, but I was like, go into town. Like I was just like drinking faster than mm-hmm. I normally do. I was just trying to like make myself feel like caution to the wind. I yeah. Guess. Have Whatever. a good time. Whatever. And so it's like time for me to like go home and my legs literally like do not work. Like they do, like, like I have giraffe legs. Now, granted, like I still knew the mindset that I was in. Like I knew that like I needed to get home, whatever. And so one of my buddies, Jared, he was like, just like walk across the street. Like I'll help you. Like I'll get you home. Cause I live like right by the bars. He was just going to like on his way home, like drop me off kind of thing. Like on stop one, quote unquote. Anyways, so I, like, go to, like, walk over, and as I'm, like, walking in the parking lot to meet up with him and his friends, I eat it. Like, I literally, <laughs> like, I basically face plant in front of, like, everybody that is out in front of Hart. And, I mean, like, I am down on, like, two knees. But I played it off really well. But I just showed Jesse the pictures of my legs, oh. and I am black and blue. I have bruises on like my toes. I'm like, I'm not even sure how that happened, but it happened and we're here. So um, it was not a good night. It was not a night I'm proud of, but I'm now grounded. I'm grounded and I am a better person because of it. Because of your <laughs> grounding. Okay. So I just want you to picture like, you know, when you get a bruise, it's in one tiny spot and it's like, oh, that's a bad bruise, but it's the size of, you know, my fist. This bruise is on both of her legs and it goes like all the way down to her toes. Like she is beat up, y'all. Like she is beat up. I literally look like somebody just beat me silly. Like beat <laughs> me silly. And it's just funny because knowing Danielle and knowing that she's not some like giant party girl, I love for you that you went out and had this night. I love for you that you went out and were like, we're just going to have a good time. Trust me. Yeah. Well, let me just say there. I made a full out of myself in front of some like pretty important people in my life and I was like Danielle. Okay, good. I don't love that for you. Bad girl. <laughs> That's why you're grounded. Bad girl, you've grounded. But you know what? Let's not all pretend like we haven't been there before. I crawled back to my hotel room from Vegas. Yeah, I, I sure did. Hands and knees. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like we've all been there and we've had that night where your legs just don't work. And that's okay. You have the mems, your butterfly. Giraffe legs. Giraffe right. legs. Yes. And you get grounded. Baby but giraffe. Just knowing you, Danielle, and knowing how well you played it off. And, you know, obviously. Oh, I, I literally was like, yeah. You know, like the um, TikToks where it's like, let me see you work. Work. Yeah. Work. I like literally got up from that phone. I was like, work. See, work. just knowing work. you and knowing what a great sense of humor you have that you could play it off and you were okay and that you're obviously like 
not proud of it. You're like, okay, it happened. But like, we're going to learn from it. You know, it. it's really funny also because, so in 2014, I fell on Bourbon Street one night. Oh, shoot. Uh, six times. <gasps> I think it was six times. Uh, we, like, my friends and I like to say it six times. It could have been more. It could have been less. I'm not exactly sure of the right. count. That was the last time I had a night like this, which is ironic that I thus fell again. But I busted my knee open. Like, you saw the part, like, the top where yeah. it's, like, open like that. Well, um, the fall from Bourbon Street, I got a massive infection in my knee. Oh, And no. ended up having to have surgery. And so, actually, in that picture that you saw... There's a hole that was really this big at one time, but now it's like this big that's yeah, yeah. like has skin over it, whatever. But I mean, from falling <laughs> in like Bourbon Street. So I'm really hoping that the parking lot of Heart was a little bit cleaner than oh, yeah. uh, Bourbon Street. I mean, right? I might need a yeah. small tetanus shot, right? but it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. You'll be fine. Yeah, a tetanus. I probably, probably do for a tennis shot. <laughs> Oh, God. All right, Danielle, let's make it easy on everyone. Give them the addresses of all the places we talked about today. If you are doing Hot Girl Summer with a boo, where's our date night spots? Our first spot was at Woodshed Smokehouse. It is at 3728 Wake Forest. Second spot was at Mona Italian. This is at the understory, which is going to be oh, yeah. at Capitol Street, 800 Capitol Street. Okay. Our third spot was Vegans at 1050 Studewood. Not a vegan restaurant, by the way. Not a, it's Italian. Not a vegan. The <laughs> vegan. And then make sure you check out Latin Restaurant Weeks, their website. We had Corinne come on the show. She gave us some great information. and want to make sure that you guys, just like us, get to check out all the flavor of the culture. Bayou Bar Hopping. Our first spot on Bayou Bar Hopping was at the Heights House Hotel. It's going to be the Space Cowboy inside yes. there. And that is going to be at 100 West Calvaclade. Okay. Our second spot was at Bloom. It is going to be the old Dahlia, and that's at 2901 Fannin Street. And then our third spot was the flat at 1701 Commonwealth. Perfect. And then, of course, we did our little Durley. Durley. They should just combine it and make it Durley. Our Dirty Shirley cocktail of the week. Um, as always, we just want to say thank you all for listening so much. We appreciate it. You can make sure to download every episode of the podcast on the Odyssey app, or you can have us wake you up on Saturday mornings. Just say to your Alexa, Google Home, whatever it is, turn on CBS Sports Radio 650 on Odyssey, and that's at 9 a.m. on Saturday mornings. And of course, if you have any suggestions, please make sure you slide into our DMs. Danielle is Miss Hangry Houstonian, myself at JessieWatt965, or the Hangry Girls podcast. We want to give a huge shout out to our executive producer, Sarah Frazier. Thank you all so much for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. Cheers, guys.